Trial by Stone, the Dark Crystal podcast is brought to you by Dreamfasting, the Dark Crystal Experience. The Facebook group on the Dark Crystal by fans for fans. To join the group, search on Facebook for Dreamfasting, the Dark Crystal Experience. Another world, another time, in the age of wonder. You are listening to Trial by Stone. Trial by Stone. Trial by Stone. This is what I came for. Your vital essence, the dark crystal. I can feel something. Hear it almost. Don't move. Don't move. Where would I go? Quiet. Here's your host, Philip Mitchell. Hello and welcome to Trial by Stone. This is your vital essence on all things Dark Crystal. Uh, I'm your host, Philip Mitchell. Just want to say thank you so much for tuning in. And on this episode, uh, we've got a special guest for this show uh, episode of Trial by Stone, uh, Ty, and uh, she, she makes uh, YouTube videos. So her YouTube channel is called uh, Wit and Folly. And why I got her on the show is uh, recently, I mean, she, um, Ty does a lot of videos uh, about uh, Star Wars, more, you know, of course, to do with the sequel trilogy and some of the themes that sort of been playing, you know, with with that trilogy in particular, but also, but also the reason I have a time to show is, uh, she recently did a video, sort of the connections between, um, that, well, the title's called the Dark Crystal, the Star Wars Dark Crystal Conspiracy, and the, uh, video was sort of, just sort of the connections between the two sort of franchises, Star Wars and the Dark Crystal, and of course, for me as a fan, I mean, this is something I've sort of, you know, I have seen a couple of these online, some connections here and there. But what I loved about this video was just sort of, it was a really more in-depth sort of um, comparisons between uh, the two franchises with, yeah, with Star Wars and Dark Crystal. So uh, first of all, I just want to say, uh, Ty, thank you so much uh, for being on the show. Hey, uh, really, really excited to be here. I was really excited to find out that there's a community of people who love the Dark Crystal. <laughs> Um, it seems like such an obscure thing to me. Yeah, yeah, it is. It, it is a very small, yeah, like community at the moment. I mean, especially like yeah, the, there are a couple of dark crystal like on on Facebook. There's a couple of uh, the fan groups out there. I mean, one in particular that um, that I'm involved in is uh, Dreamfasting, the Dark Crystal Experience, and um, it's just such an amazing uh, group that I always, you know, I'm always on it, looking at it every day. There's always someone posting something about Dark Crystal, whether it's behind the scenes or just uh, photos from the film or just, or you know, actual discussions on, you know, whether it's like on the comic books or on new material. So it, it's, it's been, it's been really fun. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Um, when I, I, I have to admit, I, I wasn't like a big fan of the Dark Crystal until I started seeing the parallels. Um, and then I found out when I started uh, looking more into it, that there were comics and I knew there was a book. Like I knew they made a book called the, I knew the, um, the creation myths. Yeah. yeah. And, and like when I started reading the comics, I was like, wow, this, this is cool. Like, um, yeah. <laughs> there's just something about, uh, franchises that don't have source material. I think like either dark crystal, everything that we have, now is based on the movie and it's the same thing as star wars like everything that we have with star wars is based on the first film so um when i found out there was like more material out there and the fact that they're creating like another show 
I, I dealt, I dived in like head first. <laughs> super, super obsessed with it now. <laughs> yeah, I think that's going to be a lot. Uh, that's probably going to happen with um, once Age of Resistance comes out. Um, once people sort of, you know, discover about the show and then they're like, oh, it's actually based on a movie. I'll check the movie out. And it's like, oh, wow, there's all this, you know, comics and all these books and all this other material that's um, uh, been out. So it, it's, uh, so it's, it's, it, I mean, next year it's just going to be a, a very exciting time, like not only for Dark Crystal with Age of Resistance, but of, of but of course with Star Wars as well, with um, Episode Nine, is gonna, you know, concluding um, the sequel trilogy. Yeah. Um, so, which is, which is like really, you know, really exciting. So, I mean, I guess I w- would like to know, like, I mean, h- how did you discover the Dark Crystal for the first time? Was it sort of recently or, or you sort of knew about it a while ago, but just sort of came back to it? Yeah, I, um, I loved Labyrinth when I was younger, but <laughs> I think that's a, that's normal, um, especially as a woman, you know, but yeah, I, uh, I knew about the Dark Crystal. I'd seen the Dark Crystal. I kind of, uh, recently with the last Jedi have come into this weird resurgence of loving media and loving film and loving the weird. And because I saw something in the last Jedi that I hadn't seen with any other star Wars film, which was myth, like real myth. And when I started going into it and I was like, Hey, I've always been interested in this stuff. Let's start like actually looking at these parallels that I've always been thinking of. I've just never found a platform to discuss them on. And you know, that's that's when I, I kind of rediscovered the Dark Crystal. And, you know, it's it's not just about, obviously, the story parallels, but also the uh, creators and how they relate to each other, how they've worked on each other's works. And to me, that is so much bigger. You know, I think George Lucas you know, was on Labyrinth and obviously Frank Oz, uh, you know, with, 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 with Yoda and with Star Wars. It, it's really cool. It's really cool that, like, it's very obvious that they shared the message that they wanted to get across. So that's kind of more, that's, like, what I latched onto, I think. And that's really what got me into The Dark Crystal and got me into, like, more of the material, like, the books and the comics. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Like, these two franchises, they're actually, yeah, very um, deeply connected. That really all started with Empire Strikes Back, with, with, you know, with the creation of Yoda, and also with Frank Oz um, puppeteering and, and doing the voice of Yoda, and I think if um, if Yoda didn't work, I don't I don't know how the, if the Dark Crystal would have uh, worked. I think I mean even though they were making the film around the same time, but really I think yeah Yoda was sort of um, proof that if audiences can believe that Yoda's real, then you know you can make a whole world full, you know almost full of Yodas. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I guess with the Mystics, for example, um, the sort of you know the the old wizard wizardry kind of you know dinosaurs in a way yeah. you know that they've been like that for a thousand of years and um and yeah I mean there's always yeah been that like connections to it I mean it wasn't even till a couple of years ago uh when I sort of really got back into the dark crystal that I sort of thought, thought about I mean especially with when the master sort of passed away just how uh, similar that was to Yoda in in Return of the Jedi oh, um, yeah which I like which I really like that yeah 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 even though they were like both shot like probably around the same time. I think it was just a, uh, yeah, just a pure coincidence on, you know, on that approach. Um, and that's the thing. It's sort of like, yeah, it started with Empire, then Empire to Dark Crystal. And then, you know, with all the magic that happened in the Dark Crystal, I mean, that, 
sort of got applied really with Return of the Jedi with um like with Jabba's palace because a lot of the puppeteers that worked on Dark Crystal worked on uh, Return of the Jedi. So yeah, apparently I there's still, yeah lo- I love the synergy. Yeah, I just read somewhere recently that there's a ton of puppeteers in that one scene with Jabba. Like I I didn't realize how many people it took to make that work, and and that's impressive. And I always liked that like the practical effects stuff. I love that stuff. And I wish that the puppeteering thing didn't die out <laughs> when it did. It's kind of sad. Um, and the fact that they're, they're going to do the show in, in practical is crazy. It's, it's astounding to me. Oh uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that, that was always been like when we heard the announcement about um, age resistance and a lot of fans are sort of concerned about how much sort of CGI that there's going to be. And um, it seems like, yeah, I mean, on the press release, it did say that it's going to be all live action, so puppetry, um, that sort of thing. And I would, I would only think that if there was only going to be, if there were going to be CGI, it'd be all, you know, for minor enhancements or like basically what would replace some matte paintings um, uh, back in those days. Uh, so, da da, which is really cool. And so, um, I guess you know, with the Dark Crystal, do you sort of have a favorite uh, like scene, um, you know, from from the film? Goodness gracious. It's so weird because when I was little, I loved the, well, not little. I don't know when I, I don't know what age I was when I first saw it, but um, I definitely was old enough to appreciate the love story. <laughs> um, and I, I love like Kira, everything Kira does, everything she says is just like, <gasps> you know, she's amazing. Um, but I, but I think the scene that I love the most is probably the silliest scene that most people remember it's the striders i know that sounds so weird but like i thought that was the coolest thing i thought it was so it's fascinating every time it's on i'm like really close to the screen like just trying to figure out how they did it and i haven't seen a lot of the behind the scenes stuff i've seen very little of behind the scenes because i'm almost at this point kind of afraid that It'll kind of take away the magic. And I haven't, like, seen it that many times. So I want to see it, like, 20 more times before I start really digging into the to how they did it, I think. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I know they did a um, they did, they, they did a documentary, I think, called The World, the World of the Dark Crystal. Um, and I think it is on the Blu-ray or um, uh, on the Blu-ray releases of, of it. So, I mean, it, it is definitely worth checking out. Like, when you get a chance to, you know, watch it, yeah, to, like, 20 or so more times um yeah that's for sure yeah, yeah. um but yeah there's this yeah just it's just um incredible that's just a film just the amount of work um that was put into it and just and just you know there's no humans and it's just all you know puppetry magic um yeah um yeah it's, it's just a one-of-a-kind film yeah it really is like even it's closest you know a labyrinth is not anything like the dark crystal i thought i i related them together a lot more before I really sat down and watched it, you know, this time around. This time around, I was like, whoa, this is totally different. This is grander uh, consequences. This is this is bigger than anything that Labyrinth ever was. And I just, I love it. Yeah, yeah, me, me too, yeah. And, I, I, and like, I mean, you know, I, I, like, I really enjoy um, Labyrinth as well. I sort of um, actually watched it recently on, on the 4K um, release nice. of... Um, of labyrinth and 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 the one thing i didn't really notice i think it must be you know because of the added detail um but there was so much glitter on the sets i don't know is that something um <laughs> i noticed like, that like too. Just, yeah yeah <laughs> i watched it recently too and i was like good lord this movie was if it wasn't like 
explicitly for you know little girls when it came out I mean it definitely it definitely seems like it was but I don't know I don't know my my history and my behind the scenes history as much um but yeah I definitely saw that glitter <laughs> yeah <laughs> no, no, me too yeah um but, it, but I mean it's it's still a fun film uh, with Labyrinth yeah. like um yeah I, I like I enjoyed it as well just sort of the adventure that they have and mm-hmm. um you know, it does have its sort of 80s cheesiness um, here and there, but it's sort of, I mean, that's sort of part of, you know, the legacy of the film, just that, yeah, you know, <laughs> the, you know back then. So, nah, which is all cool, yeah. <laughs> totally. Um, yeah. So, I, I guess, yeah, I mean, the big thing, yeah, I want yeah, to chat about is, um, yeah, because you recently did the video about the Dark Crystal um, Star Wars conspiracy, mm-hmm. and, and I really enjoyed it. So I just want to say, yeah, thank you for, you know, to, to, you know making that video. Um, yeah, I had a lot of fun, uh, yeah, watching it. And, oh, I'm um, glad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And because, and and I mean, that's the thing, like, um, like what, what was your sort of your overall thoughts? Like, I mean, you know, with, with The Last uh, Jedi and sort of, you know, how you sort of came across with having the – the connections between the last Jedi and uh, the dark crystal. Well, there's a lot. So I'm going to try to like, not go too, too deep into it. But um, (laughs) the, the big thing that is happening right now, I think in like star Wars fandom is um, obviously there's the divide amongst fans of whether they like it or not, you know, hate it or love it. But then there's also the divide of whether or not, uh, Kylo Ren, Ben Solo deserves like redemption, or whether or not there's a love story happening between him and Ray. And I walked out of the movie thinking, oh, that's a relationship. Like the hand touching scene in the hut, I was like, oh, that's romantic. Like there's no coming back from that. That's that is the love story in this in these movies. So. Um, when I got on, when I got into the fan base after seeing the movie, I was shocked at how many people were so, and like it, it, they say anti, like anti that relationship, and that's bizarre to me because Star Wars is about love, it's about family, um, it's about growing up, and to not want that to happen seems really bizarre to me, especially if you're like a fan, um, but. When I, you know, got involved with the fandom, which, you know, it's I, I'm I'm I feel like I'm all new I'm like new to this, but yet I'm I'm there like every day, so <laughs> not like an expert, but I know what's going on. Um, so, so, you know, seeing trying to find parallels to me and trying to find like literary parallels or like parallels in similar media is the best way to show people that this can work. Not that I'm trying to prove it to anyone, like I'm not really, but I I think it's really important that people see that it works. You know, if they just casually co- I don't try to make like an argument for the relationship in my video at all. I just you know, I kind of hint at it like these two media are about the same thing. You know, they're about coming together. They're about finding your family as well as other things <laughs> so so yeah I don't know are, like I don't know where you are in that area I know you have fond feelings of uh the new Star Wars films I listened to a couple of episodes so 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think especially in my recent episode with um, Jason, w- yeah, with Jason on the show, um, who, who, yeah, he also has his own sort of YouTube channel called um, uh, The Dark Crystal Conjunction. And I think every week he, he makes a, a video about um, The Dark Crystal. And at the moment he's been, you know, going into the law um, aspect, which has been really cool and, and very exciting. Um, and yeah, we sort of, sort of chatted to Star Wars quite a bit. And uh, I mean, I, I don't mind because chatting Star Wars on a Dark Crystal podcast because... Um, you know, they're, they're both, you know, very connected, um, e- even though they're not like connected as, a, you know, they're not like two franchises combined into one, you know, franchise together sort of thing. But, you know, they're connected enough that there are connections between the two um, in general that I feel like it's 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 open game and I don't mind. So, but yeah, I mean, I mean, like for with um, uh, The Last Jedi, like I, I really enjoyed it. Like I, I didn't mind the film. Um, like, I mean... I know people that had, uh, that, you know, I know I know a lot of fans or you know people um, um, that had problems with uh, the way uh, Luke was portrayed yeah. and just how uh, how different he was and um, sort of you know how he sort of you know sort of had this split second decision of you know almost being bad to um, you know the thought of uh, killing uh, uh, Ben would you know solve the problems and um, but then you know he had that split second decision and sort of thought no that's you know, I can't do that. Um, I know a lot of fans sort of had, I don't know, like problems with that, but I didn't mind that because it's just like we've, you know, considering that it took place uh, 30 years after Return of the Jedi, he's not the same Luke. Like he's a, he's a different, you know, he's a different person and especially more different in the, the five years um, in that, uh, you know, uh, before The Last Jedi. Um, oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. And like, I mean, for me, like my only... The only thing I probably dislike um, is more just j- probably just the chase between yeah. the um, um, the resistance and the first order. Um, I just I I don't know I don't know like I think I just didn't like it just because I think whoever's like because I think we've seen that before yeah. in other films like Empire Strikes Back. So I just felt like it wasn't adding anything new. But I will say that if we didn't have that, then we would not have had the Holdo maneuver. Um, yeah. Or had you know been introduced to Holdo, which I loved her as a character, and I was so oh, devastated yay. that um, you know her, um, you know her sacrifice. Right, um, right. But it was a good, it was a good sacrifice that she did. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's sort of you know I'm like I'm up and down, but overall I still like enjoy it. Um, but I will say that it is a film that even after seeing it like that you know the first screening, I was like thinking about the film for almost a good month, like every day I was just thinking about that film. Like (laughs) me too. Me too. It really, really stuck with me. And it was so funny because the last couple of years I've been flirting with this idea of doing a YouTube channel. And when I came out of that, when I came out of that movie and I had just, I think I just made a, a YouTube video just to kind of experiment about Anne with an E, which is another great show that I, I adore. And it was a, it was a safe like it was a safe subject, <laughs> um, and you know I was fl- I was flirting around with that, and I got out of Last Jedi. I'm like, oh my lord, <laughs> this is I this is what I got to do now. Like I'm gonna be making YouTube videos, and not just about Star Wars. I want to all of that media that is uh, trying to teach us something and trying to push you somewhere that's that's really cool like that's something I want to make sure that I focus on and I will eventually try to get out of the Star Wars stuff and once you know 
resistance comes out, I, I want to do some stuff on that. And, um, you know, new, new shows are going to come out that I, that I really want to do videos on. So right now it's, yeah, like you said, like Star Wars, somehow The Last Jedi just sticks with you. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, I mean, yeah, it really did for me. Yeah, like even, yeah, like just thinking about it for a good month or two, just, I know, just singing of different things and, yeah, you know, I know, you know, people think, oh, you know, because, I mean, because the thing with the film is like, I love Ray so much more. I, yeah. Like, I love her more than, you know, than, than, than Poe and Finn. I know people were like, oh, you know, Poe and Finn, they weren't, you know, they didn't do the right thing. But, I mean, for me, I'm just like, well, people make mistakes, yeah. you know, <laughs> even in real life. Um, so yeah when so it's like you know thinking about relating to those things i'm like oh you know well that i don't i don't mind that um um, yeah i think it's okay to dislike or like characters you know um yeah that's why there's so many (laughs) you know we have so many characters in the star wars movies to like or to not like or whatever like i wasn't a fan of luke when i was younger because i didn't relate Mm. to him at all but i love ray because and it's and it's a little you know it's definitely because i'm a girl like I can't help it. I relate to Ray, but yeah, absolutely. That's yeah. the point, and, uh, and, and, and that's cool. Like, yeah, you know, with characters, it's just more just about um, you know the story. As long as the story is great, yeah, that, that's all I really care about. Like more than anything, I know. Um, yeah, and that's I think yeah, so. what a lot of people are kind of on the fence about, which is where is this going? And you know, well, you know, again, it's that one side versus the other side. One side wants Kylo Ren to be a really good three-dimensional bad guy. And and they want him, and then therefore he has to die at the end. You know, that's to me not satisfying. It, it's satisfying to them though, and I, I can't wrap my head around it, but that's what, that's what one side wants and the other side wants, you know, him to be redeemed. And hopefully to have like a relationship with Ray or, you know, I have my other ideas about it. There's a lot of ways I think I could go, which I think would be awesome. Um, but obviously the things that have to happen are that you, they got to balance the force, you know, that's, and if, if you want to get that back to dark crystal, that's the cool parallel that I wanted to focus on with that, which was, you know, the, something happened a long time ago that, broke things it broke something um and we don't have a lot of that lore told to us in star wars like it's not played out yet um we don't know a lot like there's i think i I pulled like one comic that i could find them mention the hundred year darkness and i think it's in another book but i didn't have enough time to pull it yeah yeah it was i think it was from um the star wars like the new uh the new canon uh comics um so yeah, yeah, because it's yeah. In, so no, that that was kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, because I think it's in Legends. Uh, it's you know the one the decanonized expanded universe, but they're not going to do this exact same thing. We know that we know that they're going to borrow ideas. So there's only so much we can go off on because they didn't they never balance the force in Legends either. So it's a it's a question of. You know, we know that Ray and Ben are on two sides of the force, or not two sides of the force. They're they're two different force users, um, but we know that like Ben's not totally dark. So can they balance the force? Is that something they can do? Like, how are they going to do it? That's all stuff that I I like speculating about. I'm not going to like hang my hat on one theory because I think that's where you get disappointed. Um, 
Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but just if you think about this theory for so many years and it just doesn't go that way and it's like, oh. Yeah, <laughs> that's why people were disappointed yeah. about Luke. But it's fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, so I, I definitely, there are things, like I said, there's things that I want to happen. I won't be disappointed if they don't happen, but I definitely think that the parallels are super important. Like, Ryan Johnson said that one of his favorite movies was Dark Crystal, like, several times in interviews and stuff. Um, not that, you know, I don't know. This is why it's a conspiracy, right? Because it feels yeah. kind of silly. <laughs> like we're reading too far into it or something. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I, but I see but I mean, it. I yeah. don't know. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. I mean, I was just saying, I mean, it's just fun just to think of those things anyways. Mm-hmm. Like, even though I know you, like you mentioned about like, I mean, yeah, it's like to, you know, to a point it's like you, you could almost believe that the, you know the world of dark crystal you know could easily be connected to star wars yeah. like if, if you had your own head cannon <laughs> that yeah. you know that the, the thra was in the the outer outer rim right um i would i would think you know that yeah you, you know that that, can, that could happen i mean even though it's something that won't ever ever happen <laughs> yeah. but it, it's kind of cool to think about <laughs> uh but i mean especially like the connections i mean with the more so the last jedi especially like you know when you had the the, the hand touching that's sort of almost like the equivalent yeah. Um, of uh, dream fasting, and I mean, you know, if you're going into detail about how um, Ray's original name was going to be Kira. Yeah. Um, or look a bit further that Ben, you know, rhymes with Jen. <laughs> <laughs> simple stuff. Yeah, really simple stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I would be very surprised if you know a lot of the people in the story group hadn't seen uh, the Dark Crystal and didn't get ex- inspired by it a lot of the you know that's how they make the stories they they sit down in a group and they talk about it and they talk about okay how what are we going to do with the comics what are we going to do about the books where are we going to interweave these you know these themes in because it's all about you know themes of family and and love and um being kind of the best you can be and growing up and you know how are we going to tell these stories and that's that collaborative storytelling gets you these really like that's why that's why it's related to dark crystal like because again there's no source material they're sitting around a table coming up with new things all the time so that's to me like that's how dark that's how they had to figure out dark crystal and that's you know in the episode where you talk to the guy who did the power of the dark crystal comic Oh, yeah, Philip Kennedy Johnson. Yeah, yeah. And, and you guys were kind of talking about how you're piecing together, you know, what I think Jim Henson came up with, even though it didn't really work in any kind of – it wasn't like a rule book, um, but it's canon, so you have to make it work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, to me, that's so – that's so Star Wars. Like, I think George Lucas wrote in – General Grievous said that uh, – to Anakin like I thought you'd or I thought you'd be taller or something like that something about his height and so yeah yeah because then because they never met each other like, yeah that was the first time that they <laughs> met each other in episode three and then which became a big problem I know with um Dave Filoni like when they were doing the Clone Wars yeah. is because that because they then I mean they did like five well six seasons um, if you count the lost missions, yeah. um, you know, of, of stories, you know, to do with General Grievous, you know, and with the separatists and the Republic. And it's like, well, how do you make episodes where, 
you don't have Anakin <laughs> and Grievous ever meet each other. And I think there was one time that they did do that, um, but it was like they were both kind of knocked out. I think it was like when they were on Naboo yeah. and they had some of that, that trade thing between Grievous and, and Anakin. Um, I don't remember that one. Uh, That's too funny. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, w- it was something like that. Yeah, yeah. I just vaguely remember that. It, like I remember it was something to do with Naboo. Mm-hmm. They went to Naboo and I think Anakin was captured by... Dooku mm-hmm. and it was a time where I think the Republic had Grievous um like they actually got him yeah and but because they got Anakin and of course Pammy being there and she's like you know oh we need to get Anakin back and so they decide to to you know make a deal to you know you know right uh give give Anakin back and they give him um Grievous give them back. a Grievous yeah yeah it's so creative (laughs) i guess um (laughs) it's so funny to be yeah and it was like yeah like all of this and it was like sorry go ahead go ahead (laughs) oh no yeah i was and i was just gonna say yeah and that's when um like anakin at the time was knocked out Mm -hmm. like unconscious and um i think grievous was as well kind of i think so yeah it was Uh, weird yeah (laughs) okay okay it's so funny um that it, it kind of makes me think about you know people get really upset about the obviously people got said about uh, in the dark crystal like how those those rules didn't work together but and people also got upset about how the the new trilogy doesn't track perfectly like the force awakens doesn't doesn't really align with the last jedi in a lot of different ways apparently is what they're saying i don't see it that way but what's cool to me about doing movies um and and material like this is that different creators can put their signature on it and that was George Lucas's original idea with Star Wars like that's what he wanted to do before he kind of backtracked on that because the Empire Strikes Back did not go the way he really wanted it to go so he so he kind of changed his mind he dug his he dug it in his feet a bit more then he did the prequels later and he you know but originally he wanted there to be a bunch of different directors that are telling the story of the Skywalker family and and that's how they're that's how they revived it and now they have the story group that kind of that helps keep everything synced up so that nothing is really messy or nothing's really you know doesn't connect um and that's so cool to me like I don't want one person telling me a bunch of stories from a huge universe. I want to make sure that there's representation there, different people telling different stories in the same world, but understanding like the basics, like the basic message to get across. I think that is so cool. And it's, again, like all the dark crystal, like these, these people have to, they have to fit their, their comics and their stories in back to that one movie that wasn't really that well thought out. No, I mean, cause I mean, that the thing, yeah, I mean, the thing with the dark crystal is that um, we've created the film that it was really just for Jim, it was always about just building the world first. And then the story sort of came um, second yeah. um, to him. So um and that's like George yeah, Lucas was very into the technology that he could use, the new things that he could do. And a lot of the aesthetic was really important to him. But the story, again, it fell into place as he kind of figured it out. Yeah, yeah. And 
Yeah. And I guess, you know, with George, like, <laughs> I mean, if he, if he really had like the whole game plan, like for the original trilogy, um, then uh, like, I mean, he, he would not have had, you know, Luke and like, uh, Leia, you know, kissing Luke yeah. in, <laughs> in episode five and in Hoth, which sort of, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. There's so, so many things that happened in that, in the original trilogy that people love that were, that probably sh- would never have happened if he would have thought it out, if you planned the whole thing out. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> like Darth yeah. Vader would not have been such a badass as soon as you meet him, if he eventually was going to be Luke's dad. Like, I think he would have, he would have planned more of like a redemption arc for him. You know, he wouldn't have had him like chasing down Luke. He would, you know, probably had him figure out that it's his son earlier on or whatever. Like, oh no, yeah, things yeah. would have gone so differently. I, yeah, and I, I think like yeah, because I mean originally, I mean he, you know, he had plans to do like nine or twelve episodes. So it's like Darth Vader was going to be around for quite a while. You know, um, but I think because by the time of Empire and um, I think Luke uh, George just wanted to sort of wrap up the trilogy. Um, so there was a lot of things to sort of got really wrapped up in a neat little package you know um in a way but i mean that would have been interesting had star wars continued on through the 80s and even the 90s you know like seven eight nine um but i mean but it, it's cool with what we've been getting with um uh, with the sequel trilogy and i'm you know i'm you know i, I feel like episode nine is almost going to have a i don't know even though it's like we can think about what kind of direction they'd be going but i feel like it's almost going to be like a bit of a clean slate in a way just because I mean, I, I'd certainly be hoping there'll be like a bit of a time jump, like five years later, and seeing the re- um, the uh, the resistance or the rebellion or you know whatever they're going to be called now um, to, to you know rebuild. And um, I'd be interested in knowing how you know if if Poe really steps up, um, whether he becomes a leader, you know, really steps up so much more with the lessons that he learned um, through the Last Jedi, um, and and yeah, and and. And yeah, well, it happened with Ray and just you know with the whole Jedi, yeah. um, sort of things. So yeah, yeah. I it it's it's gotta. I know Lucasfilm has like hinted whether or not they're going to end the Skywalker saga. There, I'm pretty sure they're going to. Um, I I don't I don't I don't know what that means for the rest of the series if everything has to be contained before the Skywalker saga. Um, I've gotten into some conversation with people online about that, how if they end the Skywalker saga, some people think that they have to balance the force and therefore like that's going to, that's going to change the fabric of the world. And therefore you can't really do any films past that, or you can't do any content past that. I understand that. I don't know if I, I don't know if I agree with it. I think it's kind of cool, but I don't know. But, um, that would mean that everything would have to take place prior so that means that Ben and Ray's story would be the final story of Star Wars in general which is a lot to do in one film yeah Yeah, exactly yeah I I think I mean that's gonna be really interesting about you know whether Nine's gonna be the final sort of Skywalker saga because I mean the only Skywalker that's left is Ben Solo and I guess it depends on you know what happens with his character whether you know he gets redeemed or whether he um if he dies or he lives and lives and redeems or dies and redeems or just dies in general <laughs> or you know it's yeah um yep. <laughs> i think i think i think the i think um it's on it's on ben solo's shoulders i mm-hmm. guess in a in a way of, oh um, absolutely um yeah people kind of forget that sometimes that uh you know the skywalker saga has always been about 
the the men. I mean, and, and as a woman, I'm not I'm not like angry about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it was yeah. about Luke, and then it was about Anakin, and now it's about Ben. And although Ben was introduced later on, like although you know Ray's definitely the center of like the focus of the story, but she is like Anakin. Like she was born of the Force. The Force created her for the purpose for Ben. Like I don't want to get too meta into it, but it's definitely about Ben Solo. Like that's that's the story that we're watching and if he dies, like that would suck so much. <laughs> and if they do it well, like JJ Abrams is great. So whatever he does, I'll probably be happy with. I like his other stuff. So Yeah, me too, yeah. And it is kind of strange like with JJ actually coming back because usually he only does, you know, the first yeah. film or, you know, the first episode and so leaves it up to everyone else, yeah. you know, pick up the pieces. And it, it's it's so fun. it's so weird that, yeah, he's sort of coming back to sort of finish it, finish up the story um, of, of that trilogy. So, yeah, he's um, they, people joke yeah. about like how he's never finished anything. And um, there was a guy on YouTube who, you know, kind of came to the same conclusion I did, which was the only thing that he's finished was Felicity, which is. Um, a show about a girl who like moves to New York and falls in love and da da da. And I haven't actually watched the whole thing. I've watched a little bit, but um, that was the only thing that JJ's like finished. And if if that's gonna be the clue to anything, I mean, I feel like I think I think you can look at Lost too, and I think you can say that a lot of the things that happened in Lost were kind of inspired by what JJ would have wanted. So, so yeah. He's incredibly sentimental. He loves his characters. He loves his love story. He's He even says, like, in many interviews that the first thing that he does when he sits down to write something is he identifies a love story. So I am leaning towards, like, full-on happy ending, love story, redemption arc, da-da-da-da. But like I said, if anything goes differently, I'm, I'm good either way. But, I mean, honestly, though, like... Dark Crystal, the, the, the lessons that they're teaching you in that movie, and then if you look at, like, Star Wars 2, like, they're teaching the same lessons, and it's not that if you mess up, you deserve to die. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's... and uh, Yeah, and I mean, like, with the Dark Crystal, it's always about, um, you know, having, you know, sort of the balance between the good and the bad, but ultimately, you know, control, you know, the good yeah. uh, for the most part. Um, I mean, that's what the Earthskex were all about was sort of, um, sort of having, being able to control the good and bad. And of course, I mean, with the comic in Crash and Miss, when they're trying to come back to their home world and because one of the Earthskex, uh, was, you know, having sort of the dark energy, um, within himself that has sort of, um, impacted ever all the other Earthskex. Yeah. Um, and, and because of the, that happening during the, the second great conjunction that they split up, um, to the the Uru and and the Skeksis, um, so no, which is like really cool. And also, I mean, I mean, I think you mentioned the video about how the Crystal of Truth is almost, you know, it is kind of like a a, a Kyber crystal in a way. Yeah, no, I was trying. I was trying to remember what I said too. <laughs> um, no, I think I because what was cool to me about the crystal was that um, the Crystal of Truth obviously has power to like heal it has power it has massive power to like transport people it has power to destroy so 
that's to me that's the kyber crystals because if you look at like clone wars and you look at rebels the crystals choose their the person that will wield them and like you know they they call out to them in a very personal way like there's the episode in clone wars where all the little kids have to find their crystal and they all have like different tasks that they have to do to get them and it's like the yeah. crystal set them so, up <laughs> yeah yeah i mean that that was such a fantastic episode of um of clone wars oh one. it's um, I my really favorite one, one yeah. for sure i yeah. love it anytime they have yeah. like kids and they're or they're training little padawans or whatever i love it but um, but that's, that is to me, like, again, they, I don't know if the story group knows exactly what the crystals are or what they do or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's not the point. The point yeah. is like that they're connected to the people who wield them. And that's kind of the same thing as like what dark crystal is doing is it's, it is affected by people and it is, and it, and it affects people. Um, or the, I guess the, whatever beings are interacting with it um because i i was shocked when i went back and i read creation myths i was like holy crap the so the crystal was broken after they changed into two separate beings <laughs> like you think yeah, watching yeah. the movie that it breaks because or it it like they it breaks and then they separate that's what you think mm-hmm. but yeah. then creation myths is like oh no like they broke yeah, it. it. It actually, sort of, yeah, and it sort of damaged Thra. Like, I mean, you know, as the years went on, just Thra got darker and darker, you know, with, with it's like creatures that got darkened. and Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, it just sort of... Um, that was... Was like a... That yeah. was bizarre because, again, it, it, it just... It's about, like, the, the, the magic system and the rules or whatever it doesn't really matter. It's more so about like the lessons that are being taught and how we're going to teach kids to be good. You know, the Erskex say that they're going to try to be masters of their own darkness, which is not something you want to teach kids. Like you don't want to teach them to be masked. You don't want to teach them like to try to control the darkness in themselves. You want them to like be aware of it and to choose the better path. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's, it, it, I don't know. It's it's a it's a whole. When people get too deep into the science of it, I'm like, no, it's not. Mm. It's not science fiction. Like it's fantasy. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um. Yeah. Like I mean, with yeah, with Star Wars, you know, it's it's a. I know people say it's a space western, but I mean, it's a space opera. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's, it's about family. Um, yeah. And um, I mean, it has aspects of you know the space western approach. I can yeah you know that um yeah we're uh, well aware of that. Oh yeah, I um, I kind of take the yeah, perspective yeah. that it's a space. I I take this perspective that it's a fantasy in space, but then it has like elements of space opera and space western for like aesthetic purposes and for you know kind of like re- kind of drawing parallels to remind us of other things. You know, obviously Han Solo is like is like the Western guy. So that like George Lucas was trying to evoke things from the audience by using many different parallels, I think. <laughs> yes. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm just trying to think, 
and I think I'll, we'll, we'll probably wrap up uh, for, for this episode. So I just want to say, Ty, I want to say thank you so much for being on the show. And, um, and how can listeners find out um, more about uh, like your videos that you do? Uh, yeah, they can find me on YouTube. Um, I'm under Wit, Wit and Folly, uh, spelled W-I-T and F-O-L-L-Y. Um, you can also find me on Twitter at Black underscore T-Y-M. Um, I love talking about weird anything <laughs> speculative fiction wise. Yeah. <laughs> so um, feel free to reach out and kind of give me some give me some good video ideas. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, thank you so much. Yeah, yeah. this is fun. Um, really enjoyed talking about this. It's a fun. It's a definitely a fun subject. So thank you. <laughs> you already taken too long, Delfling. Hurry. At last, the crystal calls. It is time. Time to return to the castle. The crystal calls! To the crystal chamber! Now that's all the time I have for this episode of Trial by Stone. If you'd like to get in contact with the show, you can do so at darkcrystalpodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash darkcrystalpodcast. You can check us out on Twitter at darkcrystalpod. We're also on Instagram at darkcrystalpodcast. We also have a Patreon campaign happening with the podcast. You can check that out at patreon.com forward slash darkcrystalpodcast. And if you can give us a review on Facebook or on iTunes, that'd be greatly appreciated. I hope you all enjoyed the show and come back next time for more Trial by Stone.